live in the moment. And I have to stop myself. Maybe you're gonna have to do the same. Stop yourselves and think about what you're doing right now. That time with your wife or your girlfriend or your son or your daughter or your dog or your parents. You know, think about. Well, hello and welcome to another edition of the Ronin Leadership Podcast. Uh, it's Monday, the Monday after Easter, and I hope that all of you uh, who celebrate Easter had a, a, a good holiday. Uh, we spent time with uh, Janice and her uh, mother and father, went to a local place to, uh, to have Easter brunch, and uh, it, was, it was really a good time. But I uh, uh, hope all of you took advantage of the of the holiday weekend to kind of, uh, you know, uh, distress a, a little bit and uh, and just enjoy yeah, your friends and family. Um, as I always say at the beginning of our podcasts, uh, thank you, number one, for listening. It's awesome. And we're continuing to grow our listenership and getting some really good uh, feedback. Uh, actually heard <clears throat> from someone in TikTok uh, recently who liked my uh, the last podcast I did on public speaking? Except it, and it said that it really helped him with his uh, with his presentation. So uh, keep keep the comments coming, keep the suggestions coming. Uh, certainly, uh, if you like what you're uh, hearing on this podcast, please pass the word, tell your friends, uh, pass along on social media, click the subscribe button. Also, if you haven't had a chance to, please pick up a copy of my book, The Art of Ronin Leadership, Strategy, Execution, and Sustained Success. You can find it on our website, mikehowardauthor.com, and also on Amazon, and uh, and uh, certainly would like to, to send you a copy and uh, tell me what you, what you think about it. Uh, I'm currently in the midst of writing a follow-up to this book right now. Uh, it's taking me a little bit longer because last year I didn't have podcasting, and this year I'm doing the podcast. But... It's all good and uh, really happy to uh, be engaging uh, with you once again. Uh, topic I want to top, uh, tackle today has to do with, the, uh, with worry. Um, and it, it, it's, it struck me that this is, a, uh, this is an appropriate topic uh, given you know, what's going on in the world uh, today. If you, if you look at a snapshot of just what's happening, you have the situation in Ukraine with the Russians attacking Ukraine and all the global turmoil that's caused. You still have COVID, which has, you know, uh, due to China's zero COVID policy, uh, uh, lockdown policy, I should say, the uh, major parts of, of, of China, including Shanghai, as we speak right now, are shut down, which causes some consternation in the world from an economic point of view. You have uh, inflation that's really high in the United States right now, and uh, people are having harder times to buy groceries and to fill their gas tanks up. Uh, political divisions are rampant, in the, uh, especially in the United States, but I suspect uh, most of the world. Um, we have a border crisis that's looming uh, on our southern, southern borders. We have rising crime rates in a lot of major cities. Uh, we just talked to some 
relatives the other day who had been contemplating at one point maybe taking a trip to New York, but with everything that's going on there, they don't feel safe uh, going into New York City, which is a shame because it's a beautiful city. And, uh, you know, maybe a decade or so ago, they had gotten the, a lot of the crime situation uh, underhand, but now it's, it's come back full force, not just there, but in other parts of the country. And you have stock markets, you know, going up and down, up and down. There doesn't seem to be a consistency. Um, and so there's just a lot of things going on in the world. And from a leadership perspective, um, this thing about worry is something that you really need to get a handle on. Um, we're all human beings, right? We have emotions. Things affect us. We watch the news. The news tends to be all about whatever is negative, right? I mean, they surely they, they, they point out the facts, but there's always an editorial slant. And the idea of the news, in my opinion, is to keep people's anxieties high and kind of get them hooked on seeing you know, what's next in the news. Um, and, and so there are a lot of people in this world, I believe, and a lot of leaders that are, uh, they're kind of wrapped really tightly because they've got a lot of worries. Think about all I just talked about. Now think about you as a leader in an enterprise, small, big, medium, whatever, and you're in charge of people, you have budgets to manage, you have HR issues, personal issues that you're dealing with always, and then whatever your line of business is, there are business goals to be met. There are obstacles uh, a lot of times to make those business goals. Um, and so there's just a lot of stuff that goes on. And, and my former profession as chief security officer, you know, you wake up every morning um, and you'd want to find out what's going on in the world because uh, as a multinational, anything that happens in the world will affect your employees. If a bombing goes off in London, or in Paris, or in Istanbul, and that was my dog barking, so don't worry about it. Um, if we have a presence there, we need to make sure our people are safe, uh, we need to make sure everybody's accounted for, we need to make sure that our travelers that are en route or have just landed are all uh, communicated with, make sure that they're okay. There's a lot of stuff going on, and God forbid if any of your employees are hurt in any kind of incident, then you've gotta uh, take some other measures. So, in the world of security, where I came from, or intelligence, these kind of things are always uh, uppermost uh, in your mind, and it can cause you to worry. That on top of the news, on top of everything that's going on in the world. So, what can you do about this, right, as a leader? There are a couple things that, uh, that I, 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 was, I, I did back in the day, um, and I told you I'm Besides being a Christian, I'm into uh, Stoicism. There's a lot of similarities between the two in terms of attitude towards life and how you confront uh, the uncertainties of life. Um, one of, uh, one of the, the, the greatest Stoics was uh, Roman Emperor Marcus Aurelius. Wrote a book called Meditations. Some of you, uh, maybe a lot of you know about it. It's, it's a great book. Uh, written ages ago, but the wisdom of that book, uh, you know, transcends all time. Uh, one of the a couple of things he said about in the part of the topic of worry. One of them was, "I'm an old man and have had many worries, but most have never come to pass." Um, 
Another one said, never let the future disturb you. You will meet it, if you have to, with the same weapons of reason which today arm you against the present. The Bible refers to worry as, you know, why worry? Uh, to paraphrase, uh, why worry about today? Uh, tomorrow will have its own issues, right? And, uh, and, and will also worry add any extra days to your life. Absolutely not, right? So the Bible also talks about worry. Uh, there's a verse in the Bible that says something to the effect of why worry about today? Tomorrow will have its own issues. Uh, and basically, you know, God's grace is good for you uh, today. And another one really says, will worrying bring, uh, will add any extra days to your life? They will not. So I point these out because what both, you know, Marcus Aurelius and the Bible, what, what we're trying to get a handle on here is life is going to be uncertain. That's a given, right? Every day, you don't know what's gonna happen. There are things under your control and there are things that are not in your control. The stock market is not in my control. So if I'm an investor and I, I decide to invest in the stock market, then the ups and downs of the market are nothing I can control. For me to worry about it, which I know some people do on a daily basis, does me no good. It just keeps me anxious, you know? Whatever things I can control uh, in terms of working financial advisors or, or if you're a day, day trader, uh, trying to make the best decisions you can, uh, then that's what you do. Uh, but as a leader, you will be bombarded with all kinds of uh, pressures on a daily basis. Some things are fixed. You've got me staff meetings at 10 o'clock and another one at 1 o'clock and another one at 4 o'clock. Okay, great. And in between that, uh, in my case, you know, again, the, uh, the example, some bad terrorist issue goes on around the world, happens that afternoon. Boom, you're torn away to do something else. You had no control over that, uh, but you do have a control over how you approach you know, all of these situations, right? And one of it is just to remember that principle. The things that you can control uh, I won't use the word worry, but at least those are things that you have some ability to manipulate, right? But the things that you don't have control over, you accept it. You accept the fact that whatever's happening in your business, uh, there's a supply chain issue, uh, or there's a labor shortage issue, uh, or, or what have you, you just accept it, that that's part and parcel of being a leader. And when you decided to become a leader, you accepted the responsibilities of dealing with those kinds of issues. People are looking up to you to make decisions, right? You make better decisions when you're not worried and fretting over everything. It doesn't mean that you, know, you live in a Pollyanna world where nothing, nothing bothers you. We're, like I said earlier, we're humans. But your ability to rationally divorce yourself from the immediacy of something you can't control and then try to logically think through that particular situation is a way that you can you can tackle it right um, 
I think another another strategy besides really consciously thinking about what you can control and what you can't control, right? And not worrying about those things you can't control, but figuring out ways rationally, logically to deal with it and come up to decisions and find ways to, uh, to overcome whatever obstacles in your way. Another thing uh, would, uh, would be to just remember inputs. And what I mean by that is I love news. I, I'm a news junkie. I want to stay abreast of what's going on in the world. As Chief Security Officer, it was incumbent upon me, or as a former intelligence officer, it was, in, it was incumbent upon me to make sure I knew what was going on in the world. You can't bury your head in the sand, right? You can't. Um, but if you if you are wedded to you know almost nonstop monitoring of the news, it's going to affect you because. News bureaus around the world are not interested in providing you with any happy news, good news. They're interested in making sure that you stay anxious and, and stay committed to watching their particular uh, networks uh, so they keep providing, you know, uh, uh, obviously they're reporting on what's going on in the world, but this constant stream is negative. And all that negativity is not going to do you any good as a human being, as a leader. So what I'm saying is be disciplined enough to figure out your own rhythm when it comes to absorbing what's going on in the world. Um, something that I, I, I tend to do is I, I curate my news, right? And so I've got various news sources, whether it's, uh, whether it's CNBC, whether it's uh, CNN International, whether it's Fox News or BBC or Al Jazeera, whatever, I'll curate different things based on topics that I want. And uh, various parts of the day, I'll look at those things just to kind of see what's happening in the world. But it's not a constant thing, right? It's not a constant stream. Uh, same thing with Twitter, right? Just be mindful and disciplined about your Twitter feeds. And, it, you know, you want to stay abreast of the world, but if you're getting constant Twitter feeds about bad things going on in the world, uh, you know, you may not want to, uh, may, may want to kind of uh, control the settings a little bit so that, you know, you are actually pulling a lot of the information at your own time frame uh, and your own volition versus a constant pinging, 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 a push from Twitter, which then starts to, you know, oh, gee, another bombing. Oh, well, the market crashed today. Oh, you know, again, these things, things that this is what you can control. So you control that part of it. Uh, certainly, I watch uh, news on, on TV. I watch certain programs. I tend not to watch the nightly news because I think for the most part, uh, the major networks there are, they kind of sensationalize things. And, uh, and I just, you know, I, I rather I rather not go that route and figure and figure out my own way to stay abreast of what's going on in the world. I think that that would be a good thing for all of you to do. The other part of that, sort of the the the, the side by side to how much you news you get inputted into you, and how you how you control and curate that is, what are the other things that you're inputting? Right? Is there, are there good things, inspirational things? For me, you know, 
I read the Bible. For me, I read uh, a lot of things on Stoicism. For me, I delve into a novel, right? Just kind of escape from it, some action novel, right? And, uh, or for me, you know, I, I, I put on, you know, lately it's been, okay, I'm tired of seeing everything going on in the world, you know, and I want to decompress. So I've got old Seinfeld episodes I watch, or Everybody Loves Raymond, uh, you know, just whatever things that make you laugh and make you sort of get away from stuff. I think that's important. So those are some inputs that I do on a daily basis to balance out, you know, whatever's going on in the world. Because again, you, 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 as a leader, your head cannot be buried in the sand. You have to know what's going on. There's a reality out there and that's okay. The reality of bad things or uncertainties out there, that's fine. It's your reaction to them. It's how you, how you comport yourself, how you go through your day, through your week, through your month, through your year in dealing with those uncertainties is, is asking going to really make a difference in your attitude and also in, in how you lead your team. Remember, I've said many times in podcasts and other things, your team's always looking at you, right? If you're a worry wart, if you're constantly, you know, biting your nails or, you know, seem like you're in a constant state of, oh, woe is me and, you know, blah, blah, blah. First of all, they're going to lose confidence in you. And number two, God forbid that they actually start to emulate you, right? Um, you don't have to be fake about it. There's not this false bravado. But you have to be calm in the midst of the storm. And um, being able to rationalize within yourself the reality that uncertainties are out there, the reality that the world is often a very challenging, unpredictable, dangerous place, but also the reality that you can't control what you can't control, and what you can't control, you mitigate with reason, uh, with good business strategy, uh, with the support of friends and colleagues, uh, supportive bosses, you can get through anything. Um, you know, one of the things that I mentioned with Marcus Aurelius, when he talks about as an old man, you know, I, you know, I've had many, many worries, but most of them didn't come to fruition. That's what happens with most worries. It's been my, my opinion. I was talking to my wife about this the other day. You know, if you go back in time, uh, to let's say 20 years ago, and I'm, you know, I'm at, I'm at CIA or whatever on a Monday morning after Easter, and something happens in the world and I'm dealing with it and I'm worried about it and I'm thinking about it and I'm working the issue. Do I remember that now? No, I don't. Or maybe it was something I was worried about that actually didn't come to fruition, right? So a lot of the things that you tend to worry about aren't gonna happen anyway. So why waste time worrying about it? I just took a few notes here because I wanna make sure I get these points down. Um, yeah, I got that part. Uh, yeah. So I think also when it comes to worry, there is a relationship between the physical and the mental and the emotional. So don't sit behind your desk all day long fretting. Get out, walk, clear your head, take breaks. 
work out if that's your thing, take a walk, whatever it is. Ways to just take yourself away from the situation for a while, clear your head, and then move back into the fray. That's very important. It, it's, it's, it's extremely important. And uh, it would also help you with longevity of life and um, also your feeling of well-being. So I think that's, that, that's really important too. Worry is a killer. You know, scientifically it's been proven medically that worrying can increase your, increase your blood pressure, uh, your cortisol levels, it affects your sleep, it affects your relationships. Um, the more stress you put on your body, and a lot of that can come from worry, uh, it can have a deleterious effect on your body. So that's something to remember, that physical aspect of worry. Um, again, you know, what's it doing to you? What's it doing to your mind? What's it doing to your spirit? And what's it doing to your, to your body? So that's something else to, to consider. We're not robots. We, we're human beings. We're flesh and blood. We have emotions, as I said earlier. We're going to have times when we're worried about something, right? But you have to, you have to keep in mind the main principle of if you can't control it, and why are you obsessing over it? Because there's nothing you can do about it, right? What you can do is learn to live with whatever that situation is and then concentrate on those areas that you can control, right? And then um, in terms of the, the areas that you can't control, you know, have a different mindset, have a reset in your mind, in your heart, in terms of that particular situation. If you can't do anything about it, then the best thing you can do is work on the areas that you can do something about and make a difference there, right? Eventually things will resolve and whatever your problems are on your plate today, they won't be on your plate a month from now or a year from now. Um, I want you as leaders to not just um, know how to make great business decisions and come up with great strategies and, and motivate your teams, but I also want you to take care of yourselves. Uh, I, I, I suspect there are too many people in leadership positions today that uh, are doing harm to themselves mentally and physically because they worry too much. Now, I'm pretty much of an open book, so I can tell you, I inherited uh, some uh, um, traits of worry from my mother. My mother's a wonderful woman, uh, passed away uh, uh, years ago, uh, 2008. But um, she tended to worry. That was kind of her thing. And obviously growing up uh, with her, uh, you know, I, I kind of got some of those tendencies too. But I've had to work on them over the years to make sure that I don't, I don't fall into the same trap of worrying about every little thing because it does me no good, all right? You may be in a similar situation 
where you've learned behavior in terms of worrying uh, from relatives or, uh, or even other leaders that, that you're working for. But at the end of the day, the end of the day, you own this, right? You own your reaction to everything external that's happening in your world. You own it. One of the best things I would say to do, and I've preached this for years, is to read biographies. Biographies of people, leaders who have gone through a lot of tough times, whether they've dealt with world wars, whether they've dealt with health crisis, personal issues, whatever, or all those things. Reading those biographies gives you insight into this thing called resilience. Resilience is a very important part of combating worry. So you read these biographies, whether it's, you know, again, Churchill, Lincoln, uh, uh, Gandhi, uh, what, what have you, and you, you find nuggets within these uh, biographies. You find nuggets of wisdom and how they dealt with the situation. And, you know, and they weren't always perfect. Most, most of the leaders that you read about in, in our biographies were not perfect. They may, they may have tended to worry sometimes too much. But in terms of the longevity and their consistency of how they dealt with problems, worrying was not something that they, they dwelt upon. They had to act. You have to move forward. And again, the things you can control, fine. I'm going to do something about it. Things that you can't control, stop obsessing and worrying about it. Move on, right? It'll make your head so much more clear. It makes things so much easier. The, the, a lot of the burdens that you have put upon yourself get lifted, right? Yeah, I don't, I don't, you know, I don't like the inflation issue. I don't like markets going up and down. I don't like what's going on in Ukraine. I don't like that crime is uh, in, 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 in certain parts of the country have gone up. I myself cannot do anything about that. So I want to be informed about it, but I'm not going to dwell on it. I'm not going to obsess about it. I, uh, because that's the way I roll. That's the way I want to comport myself. There are so many other things that I need to be doing, right? Right now I'm podcasting, writing a book, making some speeches, um, need to take time for, uh, you know, the new, new puppy and my wife. There are a lot of things going on in my life, even though I'm retired. Why do I want to waste any minute of that time Worrying about stuff I have nothing, no control over, right? It, it, I, I should. And I think the last point I want to make on this topic of worry is, yeah, it's, it's again, it's interesting. The, the similarities between the Bible and Stoicism, it's amazing, right? And uh, certainly the, 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 the Stoics, uh, you know, knew of... of uh, uh, you know what was going on, you know, in in the days of uh, of Jesus and, and 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 the scriptures and all that. So it it obviously there's there's a symbiotic relationship. But one theme uh, really stands out too, besides the not worry, in both disciplines, um, is the idea of living in the now. And that's something I'm 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 constantly working on. I'm not perfect at it uh, because. You know, again, I, I have that my mom's DNA, right? 
And there are times when uh, I'm looking at the week and I'm thinking about something that's supposed to go down on Thursday and it's Monday. And, and, but I, you know, I look outside the window here and it's a, it's a beautiful sunny day. And right now I'm podcasting and I'm enjoying it. Am I actually living in the moment, living in the now and enjoying the now? And I think that's another great way of combating worry. So let's say you're at your desk, at your office, whatever business you're in, and you're faced with some business issue, some problem that's now come on your desk. You're gonna have to deal with it. It may be something that you totally have no control over, or maybe you may have some control over or whatever, right? So you're gonna delve into the issue, you're gonna delve into the problem with your team, and you're gonna help solve it, mitigate it, do whatever you have to do, right? But may not be a one-off situation, maybe something that, you know, it's gonna take a while to, to unravel, right? So you kinda have two courses of action here. Um, when you go home, and I get it, I was guilty of it, right? When you go home, um, are you gonna fire up your laptop and think about this problem and just work it, or are you going to enjoy being home? Uh, enjoy the fact that you had a car to drive to get you home, right? Or you had money in your pocket for bus fare to get you home. Are you, are you going to ever think about the fact that you have a roof over your head, that you have food in the refrigerator, right? That you have a TV that you can watch for entertainment. That you have a bed to sleep in. Maybe like us, you have a new puppy, right? And, you know, these things, you're not guaranteed tomorrow. So why worry about tomorrow? Why let worry permeate yourself to the point where you're neglecting or you're not seeing what's happening right in front of you? The beauty of things happening right in front of you. Uh, the fact, right now I'm thinking about, I'm doing this podcast, I'm enjoying it. But I can breathe without effort when some people can't. Uh, I have full faculty of my limbs, right? And I'm healthy. And, and I'm enjoying the sun. But whatever your milieu is, whatever your world is, remember that to, to appreciate the now, even in the midst of that problem, when that problem landed on your desk, so that problem is on your desk because you're a leader. You're a leader because your higher ups felt that you had what it took to lead a team or a group or a unit or whatever, right? This problem that landed on your desk this business problem means that you're employed, that you're getting paid to handle this business issue. So if you, and I'm saying this is gonna happen all the time, because I've been in the moment too, where you're just wrestling with the, oh man, I gotta deal with this, so let's get the troops together and let's just figure this out. But whenever you can take a step back and think about, okay, it's a bad situation, 
I can control this, I can't control that. I gotta report the higher up status on whatever at a certain period of time. But they're looking on me as a leader to get this done. That's a great thing, right? Because not everybody can do this. No, not everybody can be in a leadership position and do this. So they have confidence in me and I'm employed and I have a team and I have people that can help me. And so take the negatives, the worries, turn them into positives, right? By learning to live in the moment. Again, it's a discipline like everything else. It's not gonna happen all the time. Maybe I have the luxury of, uh, of being able to do that more because I'm retired. But I, you know, again, even in retirement, as I said, I keep plenty busy. So there are times when I don't live in the moment and I have to stop myself. Maybe you're gonna have to do the same. Stop yourselves and think about what you're doing right now. That time with your wife or your girlfriend or your son or your daughter or your dog or your parents. You know, think about uh, the joy of that, uh, of that moment. Of, of living and breathing and being, right? When there are so many people in desperate circumstances uh, where you are not. And it will hopefully bring things into perspective. Again, you can't get away from worry. You can't get away from the bad things going on in the world. I don't want you to. The big part of, of leadership is not running away and hiding from problems. It's confronting them and dealing with them head on but dealing with them in a way that you are able to approach problems and decisions with less worry, more reason, more business strategy, more thought, right? And obviously then giving your team confidence uh, in themselves and in you and your ability to manage whatever the situation is. Worrying is a killer. It won't do anything for you. We're all going to worry. We're all gonna have degrees of worry, but that's the key, degrees of worry. What you can control are the things I talked about, right? You can control your inputs, whether worldly inputs, like I'm talking about the news and stuff like that, or just watching Seinfeld. You control the inputs and how much you take in, right? You control all that. And you control whether you live in the now, right? You can, and you can control, you know, uh, the fact that you know that worry is a killer and you want longevity. You want longevity in your career. You want longevity in your physical health and long life. You know, why do anything like that, that, that can be detrimental to it. So that's kind of what I wanted to talk about today. Um, it just, it just struck me that I suspect uh, a lot of leaders uh, are, are, tend to worry. And I can empathize because I've been there. And even to this day, I make it a conscious effort to wrestle that thing called worry. But if you can just discipline your mind in terms of the things that you can control and not control and control your inputs, and also remember to live in the now, to be present, and to appreciate the things that you're doing now, the things that you have now. 
And also, finally, to remember, as I did that, you know, example of me being in CIA, you know, 20 plus years ago, whatever's on your plate now, you know, 20 years ago, 10 years from now, you won't even remember it, right? So yes, you're a business person, deal with your business problems, but deal with it in a way that you manage the worry and the worry doesn't manage you. So that's all I have for today. I, I hope uh, you, you got something out of it. Um, if you want to send comments, please do. You can do it on our website, mikecowardauthor.com, but certainly through you know, all of my, uh, my social media sites, whether it's Twitter, LinkedIn, and uh, uh, Facebook. Also, if any of you are interested in, in speaking to me in person, you can sign up on my, uh, on my website for you know, half an hour and just chit chat free consultation and just to find out what's going on. Uh, again, please pick up a copy of my book, uh, The Art of Ronin Leadership, and uh, let me know what you think about it. Please hit the subscribe button, uh, and please tell your friends uh, about, about this podcast. We have some interesting guests coming, uh, coming up pretty soon. I try to keep uh, the number of the people that we bring on board, very diverse in terms of backgrounds and, and what enterprises they're in and what perspectives they, they bring uh, when it comes to this thing called leadership. So anyway, uh, I would encourage you to have a wonderful week. Um, don't worry, right? You know that song, Don't Worry, Be Happy? That's not a bad, that's not a bad, uh, thing to, 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 to say every so often. But the idea, again, remember, is you can control what you think about and how that translates into worry. And I guarantee you, if you work on it and you start to tame that worry beast, your life will be so much better, your decision-making will be clearer, and your attitude towards life, towards business, towards your personal affairs, will be so much better, right? Don't let worry uh, interfere with any of that. So until the next time, stay safe, have a wonderful day, and we'll talk to you soon.